Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Monday morning. Uh, sorry for uh, having to sit here and uh, get all this shared on all my different pages and such. Sometimes it, uh, the time goes by a little quickly and uh, the uh, intro, uh, those on the website don't get to see it. I may have to fix it to where they can see it too. Uh, so instead of what they get to see is me sitting here. Uh, it looks like they're on my phone, but uh, I'm actually trying to get out uh, the share uh, uh, the devotions on these different pages so everybody can watch it live uh, at the same time. So it takes me just a few minutes to get it out there, and so I apologize for any delays. But, um, you know, uh, this morning's been a little frustrating. Uh, of course, you, uh, Dad and I, we always do our, uh, we have morning devotions where we record uh, 35 at a time and a lot of people ask us why do you wear the same clothes every day because <laughs> they don't realize that we uh, uh, record uh, all of them for the month in one sitting and uh, this morning was the first time this ever happened where I tried to post it and Facebook was trying to block it and Facebook was trying to claim that uh, showed a uh, an, an Arabic name uh, is trying to say that they had cl copyright claims to that devotion. And uh, it was a bunch of bull, because uh, obviously they're original, it's, uh, and we're quoting God's word, uh, and uh, there's no way there could be any kind of copyright infringement. Uh, the local uh, television station, WJHL, is the one that comes out and, and helps us to produce and record those. So it's just bogus. It's just uh, Facebook is trying its best to silence Christians, they're trying to silence conservatives, and uh, it's blatant. I mean, it's absolutely blatant uh, what we're uh, what we're up against. And um, you know, every time I see Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, I tell you what, I, there's anger that wells up in me that is uh, beyond description. They are absolutely the epitome of repulsive. I don't know. I got to be careful how I choose my words, but anyway, they they sicken me. They really do. Everything that they stand for is absolutely anti-American, anti-Bible, anti-God. They absolutely make me sick. I can't stand to look at them. And then we had all this going on in Chicago. Uh, you know, of course, this in Portland's been going on for a while now. Now filtering down Antifa or Antifa, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, you know, clearly organized. This has nothing to do with race. This has nothing to do with what's uh, 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 going on in our nation. You know, they're just looting and breaking into uh, high-profile stores and stealing. And it has nothing to do with anything. It's like I like what uh, Brian Kilmeade said this morning on Fox that uh, you know, with at least with Michael Max and Martin Luther King Jr. and and so they would at least sit down and say, "Hey, here's what's wrong with our country. Here's what we need to do to fix it." But like he said, there's nobody to talk to. Nobody is stepping up saying, "Here's what we need to do to uh, to fix these uh, types of things." And uh, it's just, I, I'm just telling you right now. I just I hope and pray the election goes the way. Uh, that we would all like, but I, I, I will be shocked if it does because the liberals are going to lie, they're going to cheat, they're going to do everything that they can. Uh, and when they do, I'm just telling you, they're going to push socialism big time. They're going to try to silence. You know, it's just like the example this morning where they're trying to block my 
uh, our devotions. Uh, it's just they're going to silence pastors or they'll make the attempt to and silence um, uh, our freedoms. Uh, they're going to come under attack. Good morning, Angel Dixon. Uh, but uh, so that's that's what we're looking at. And in fact, it's just this morning I saw somebody put on there how they're calling our president a liar and putting him down. And I'm sitting there thinking, what? What do these people drink? What do they smoke? I mean, you know, I mean, Biden can't make a coherent sentence. He paws all over every female out there. They make excuses and allowances. Uh, you know, something our president might have said 20 years ago, they still hold that against you. I, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's insanity. It, it is absolute insanity. So we've got to pray for our country now more than ever. And I'm telling you what, it's just, um, I, sometimes I feel like we are just, imploding i just feel like we're just a king uh they just going to hell in a handbasket in a hurry i'm just telling you guys and gals you better have your heart right with the lord I just it's just a matter of time i just I, I you know but take that as you will and believe me or not that's up to you so all right well let's go ahead and let us stand and do our pledge of allegiance and like i say i always stand i always place my hand over my heart and i do remove my hat so with well, that said if you are able go ahead and stand and let's say this pledge i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all It is sad to see that our liberties are quickly diminishing. I tell you, it is, uh, we're not gaining freedom, we are losing freedom. And uh, if you haven't woke up and recognized that, then uh, heaven help you. That's all the thing I got to tell you. So, and, uh, you know, it's just like California, how they're trying to shut, uh, use this virus as a reason to shut churches down. And I'm glad that John MacArthur and some of these others are standing up and fighting against that. And, uh, you know, initially, uh, when this virus hit, uh, of course, we we did, look, about all churches, uh, temporarily uh, shut down just for the fact that we have older parishioners, we have people with compromised immune systems, such as myself, and, uh, you know, just, you know, it's the right thing to do. But it was a temporary situation. But the government under the uh, our Constitution has no right to tell us that we cannot worship. We have the free right to worship. And for them to try to, to deliberately to, to withhold that from us is wrong and unconstitutional and uh you know so uh again we're just seeing these liberals are exposed for what they are that's why they want trump out of there so bad because they are exposed and they're and they don't like it and uh, there's problems on both sides republicans and democrats it ain't just one-sided you got some swamp dwellers on both sides in fact there's several uh, who claim conservative, who claim to be Republicans, and you got to me, I don't know why they do. They're as liberal as they come. And uh, I don't know, guys. I just, uh, it's just, uh, I'm sorry to harp on that, but I get so mad. <laughs> I just get so aggravated. And I know you all do too, and I really do. But well, let's go ahead and look at our Bibles. Uh, we're going to read uh, Proverbs 11, uh, verse 28. So if you have your Bibles handy, uh, be sure to get those out. Uh, and if not, then I've got it here where you can read right along with me here. So here we go. Proverbs 11, 28. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. All right. And as the Peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. 
You know, I, uh, when I was reading that there, I was thinking of another verse in accordance with that. I, I want to say it's 1 Timothy 6, 9, uh, when I was reading that. Hold on here. Let's see. Hold on. Let me double check make sure. Yeah, um, we'll get to that here in just one second. If you want to go ahead and be looking at your Bibles to 1 Timothy 6 and 9 while I'm talking, feel free, but we'll get to that here in just a second. You know, uh, a lot of people are in pursuit of being rich, all right? And uh, there's a lot of rich Christians. Now, to be a rich Christian, ain't nothing wrong with that at all. You can be rich and still be a Christian. There's nothing wrong with that at all. There's a lot of people who are good money managers, uh, who've had uh, successful businesses, uh, who give to a lot of charitable foundations, uh, who uh, uh, are, are good people. My grandfather, uh, he had a business, and he was uh, probably a millionaire twice over. Uh, unfortunately, I wish that would have filtered down to me. That would have been nice, but he uh, he was very generous. He uh, gave, you know, if he, he looked at the paper, saw someone who needed help, he would he would give, he would donate, he would help in any way that he can. And uh uh, there's a lot of good people out there, but now on the flip side of that, there are those out there that that's all they're after. That's all they seek, man. You're, you're ain't nothing more frustrating than you, you know. Uh, I hate it when I'm at the gas pump. You know, the whole reason of paying at a gas pump is so you don't have to go inside. And I tell you what, I I get so angry when I pay for my gas, and it says clerk has receipts. I'm like. You know, that's the only reason why I did it, because I don't want to go in, because when I go in, what do you see? You've got a, a two or three turkeys in front of you. Uh, give me scratcher number three, or give me, you know, they're sitting there playing that lottery, and I'm just like, oh, man, come on, dude, you know, uh, because they want to get rich. And, uh, uh, and you know, I'm not going to lie. I have fantasized at times of what it would be like to be super wealthy. Well, I mean, I'm sure we all have. Uh, uh, you know, it'd be nice to think about having your own private plane and you just say, uh, well, dear, would you like some Italian this uh, tonight? Well, let's jet off to Italy and we'll have that, you know, and uh, uh, to go to wherever you wanted to, do whatever you wanted to. In fact, we probably have, if it was up to me, me and Brandy, uh, our we'd have a garage bigger than our home because she likes Porsches and I like uh, I want Magnum PIs Ferrari I want the A Team van I want uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future you know I would have I would have all that stuff uh, plus uh, probably a million motorcycles on top of that so there's nothing wrong to fantasize from time to time but if that is all you focus on if that's all you think about then that's when there's a problem. All right, if you're sitting sitting there constantly coveting what your neighbor has and what somebody else has, I wish I had that, and you're just down on yourself all the time. And you need to pray about that. Where's your focus? Now, there's nothing wrong to have a, a, a good work ethic, uh, to have a good drive. Uh, you know, God's Word says if you don't take care of your family, you're better than an infidel. So, you know, there's nothing wrong to, to have that, that, that drive to better yourself. You know, that's, uh, you know I'm, that's one reason why... I, Brandy and I, you know, we've been trying to to make these flags or make these signs, and you know, we're we're trying to to uh, help better ourselves. You know, there's things that uh, we need to pay for and do, and so we need some extra money. And that's you know, hey, that's uh, praise God for the American dream. Now, of course, the liberals get a hold of that and go to a cashless society, or they want to uh, uh, destroy that. But wealth is like uh, like the leaves in autumn you know leaves are they come and go they fall from the tree you know uh, uh the um, um 
shoot, uh, King Solomon. Uh, sorry, <laughs> he uh, he said, "Whoever has money never has money enough, or wealth never has wealth enough. It's never enough. No matter what you amass, it's, it will never be enough. You will never be satisfied." And uh, of course, you know the most quoted, I guess, and, and very oftentimes quoted out of context. Uh, where it says that uh, money is the root of the all evil, which is actually uh, is the root of many kinds of evil. I mean, so money is not evil in and of itself, but it can uh, put the seed of uh, mismanagement, uh, of um, uh, of using that wealth in the, in the wrong way. You can look at 1 Timothy 6, 9, is what I was referring to. It said, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare unto many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. So, you know, if it, uh, it is tempting, you know, I'm not saying there's a lot of good, godly Christian people who are very wealthy. They're, like I said, wealth and money in and of itself is not wrong. It's what you do with it and the temptations that you may have uh, that can cause the problem. And uh, that you could use it for things that are ungodly, that takes your focus on God. You know, uh, uh, you know, that's one thing, you know, we live paycheck to paycheck. All right, and things get a little tight. There are some weeks I tell Brandy, do not spend any more than you have to. We can't go out to eat this week, you know, and we have to be kind of tighten our belts from time to time, and those things happen. But, you know, I, I think that, so, you know, I think for a lot of us, one reason why we're not wealthy is because God wants our complete dependence upon him. And if you're really super wealthy, it's easy to not want to, you don't feel like you have to have dependence on God because you've got everything you want on this world. And that's not what God wants. Remember, all this stuff in this world is going to burn up. All this stuff in this world is going to go away and decay. What is important is our dependence upon Jesus Christ, our, our dependence upon God in all things and all areas of our lives. You know, uh, just even in the ministry, you know, I, I want to... Uh, uh, be completely and totally dependent upon God. When I speak, when I preach, when I do devotions, I want to be dependent upon God. All I can do is study, read, look at these things, but ultimately I depend upon God to give me the words that he wants to, to speak. You know, when I first started out in the ministry, it was, uh, you know, it, it was very difficult because um, I, I love my dad dearly, but he cast a big shadow. And I know a lot of people uh, compared me to him. And uh, it took me a long time uh, for the Lord to help me to have the understanding that, you know, I have to be my own person. And, uh, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I don't have the, the type of brain my father has. He's like the walking uh, uh, computer brain. Uh, I have to study extra hard. And, and at the, in the end, I can't depend upon my own abilities. I have to depend upon God totally, utterly, completely. And that's all I can do. I put in the time. I put in the studies. And then when it's time to speak, I give it to God. And whatever God has me to say, that's what I do. I try to be sincere and I try I, and lean 100% uh, upon the Lord. Because I know if I'm trying to lean upon my own abilities, I failed every single time. If I tried to make a whole list of notes and try to go by that, that, that I failed every time. So the only thing I know I can do is to study hard and give it over to God. That's, that goes with anything in life. We have to be utterly, totally independent upon God. And I think that's why on the you know we see this verse, uh, verse 28 in Proverbs 11, he that trusts in the riches shall fall because of those temptations, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. As long as we are you know uh, uh, hooked in to God's grace, his power, his things, we're going to flourish. We're going to do well. I'm not saying flourish in, in, in regards to wealth, all right? There's a lot of people out there who want to be 
preach peace and prosperity. They want to preach uh, on how to uh, bless your pocketbook and your wallet. That's not what God is about. He's talking about us flourishing spiritually, mentally, emotionally. That is what God's referring to. That's what's important. If you're listening to teachings of, of those out there who want to bless your wallet and your checkbook, man, get away from that. All right, That's just pure garbage right there. That is, that's just pure nonsense. That's all that God's about. God's going to meet our needs according to his riches and glory. We have to depend upon him. There's a lot of months, and a lot of weeks, a lot of times I get tore up thinking, man, how are we going to make it? What, how are we going to do it? But God always provides a way. It is stressful. It is tough. And it shouldn't be. We should have that kind of faith, knowledge, and understanding that to know that God is in control of every and all situations in our lives. And we have to let go and let God. And that may sound a little cliche. So, you know, you may say, well, yeah, man, I've heard that a million times. Well, there's a lot of truth in that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, Christianese sayings, if you will, but there's a lot of truth in that. We need to let go and we need to give it over to God. Now, it's easy to get yourself in and, and over your head and a lot of debt, and that's, that's you know, I will admit that I have not been a good steward of God's money as I should have been, and I've made some nasty mistakes in regards to our finances and debts, and uh, I, I regret it and wish I had done better, and the problem was I wasn't looking at it as God's money, but my money. And, uh, man, I tell you what, uh, you, you have that kind of attitude, and you will mess up. It's the Lord's money, and we have to pray, Lord, is this the, the right purchase? Should I do this? And uh, I think it would help you avoid a lot of pit, pitfalls and snares and uh, and help you to quit trying to compete with the, the Johnsons, so to speak. And uh, ask yourself, you know, it's so easy to, to get on Amazon, and particularly if it's late night and, uh, you know, as you start ordering stuff, you need to ask yourself, you know, is this something I really need or is it just something I'll, at, a, at a spare of the moment uh, that I want? You know, sometimes we can order stuff like, whoa, I can't wait to get that. And then you get like, uh, you throw it down like a child and never look at it again. You need to ask yourself, is this something I really need or is this just something I, I want in the heat of the moment, you know? So, um Let's make sure all of our focus is on God. Let's make sure we're being totally, utterly dependent upon God. Don't worry about wealth. We got to pay our bills, but and we got to work. But we don't need to to make wealth and money uh, our uh, our God, so to speak. Uh, to uh, make sure that we're being dependent upon God in all things and all areas of our lives, and we need to surrender all. You know, just like that song, "I surrender all." Surrender all to God. It goes back to what I was talking about last night. We in our study of Hebrews 11, uh, I think it was 17 through 19. Uh, you know, is what is most precious to you? Your wife or husband, your children, uh, your job, your money. What is most precious to you? Remember, as we were discussing last night, Abraham took what is most precious to him, his only son, and was willing to sacrifice him because that's what God told him to do. And he trusted God enough to think that even if he sacrificed him, God would raise him from the dead. And so, you know, we need to be able to know that whatever it is we think is most precious to us, we're willing to give it up in a heartbeat for the call of God, to give God uh, uh, his due, his honor. Whatever God is calling us to do, we have to do it. And no matter what happens, that we know that we are trusting God for what is the best interest. Now, remember, with Abraham, God audibly spoke to him. It wasn't just some, you know, he read, he, you know, obviously he didn't have the, the Bible then. It's not like he just read the Bible and said, well, I was, I was, I, I, I've heard a voice say, uh, uh, I need to go this, this, and this. Well, that's, you know, that's, you know, if God gives you the proper discernment, it, it is a not, it, 
it is not in contradiction to God's word and is in accordance with God, then that then you need to to uh, if, that, if that's the proper discernment, then you need to to follow that leading. But if you if you are hearing voices and telling you to do something that's contrary to God's word, you better you know that's that's a demonic thing right there. But remember, Abraham audibly God spoke to him in a specific time, place, in history to do what he was called to do. And so that's why for us today we have the Bible, we have God's word to give us that proper instruction and to lead us in that right path. And that's why we have to pray for that to be sensitive to leading the Spirit, to have that discernment as to where God wants us to and wants to take us, and we need to be ready to do as God is leading us to do. So if your money is most precious to you, you need to reevaluate where you're at in your spiritual life. If your child or spouse is most precious to you, remember, we have to love God more than anything else in this world. And we have to put God first. And I love my wife. I love my kids. I love my parents. But I love God ultimately more. And no matter what happens, I have to trust in that. And there's a lot of painful things that can happen in this life. And it's not fun and it stinks because we live in a fallen world. But just like I was telling you last night about uh, the Tali family uh, in uh, Brazil and how uh, her, her husband and her child uh, was killed by these Indians, and but yet she still praised God. And, you know, that, that is a, a hard thing to understand. How could this woman praise God in the midst of this pain, this sorrow, and this loss? But she understood that God was sovereign, that God was in control, and she knew where they were at, and they were called to a better place. And she trusted in God and had that faith, and that's all that we can do. It's not to minimize that pain. It's not to minimize that hurt because it's real and it's there, but we ultimately have to give that over to God and show true dependence upon him, knowing that he will take care of that, that wound and heal that pain. God is that great physician. He can help us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and then in times he can help us physically with the things we're going through, but we have to have that dependence. So don't have your dependence upon wealth. Your focus on that, but focus on God Almighty and keep that that keep that that uh, uh, that walk that path. Keep keep marching forward, and uh, and I'm telling you, one of these days, man, all this garbage we deal with will be gone away, and we get to spend an eternity with an Almighty God with no more pain, sorrow, crime, hurt, death. And we get to spend all of eternity uh, with God Almighty, and uh, we have that to look forward to. So uh, keep, you know, when I when I used to run races, I was focused, and I was focused on that finish line, and I was focused on where I needed to go, where I needed to be. And no matter how hard those hills were, no matter how hard I was breathing, I knew I, I just kept pushing myself till I made it across that finish line. That's, as Christians, that's what we have to do. We have to keep our focus in the right place on Jesus Christ, on, on our eternity, and where we're headed. And if you stay that focus and keep that drive, one day you'll cross that finish line. Let us have a word of prayer. Now, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. <clears throat> Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us, Lord, to keep our focus in the right place. Let us not be focused on uh, the temporal. Let us not be focused on the things that are irrelevant, but be focused and be totally and utterly dependent upon you and that you will give us the strength and that you will provide for our needs. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
filled with your Holy Spirit. Lord, our nation is in complete disarray and in turmoil. And Lord, I pray that you will touch the hearts and minds of these individuals like never before. And they will come to know you. That you bring peace and healing upon our land. Let our police officers know that they are needed. They are loved and they are appreciated as well as our military. And Lord, I want to lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood. Be with Troy as he's going through this dental surgery. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Linda Feathers and David Feathers and Murph and Ron and Thelma Thompson. And uh, Lord, all the unspoken concerns of those dealing with surgeries and dealing with loss. And Lord, I pray that you be with Miss Betty and we'll continue healing upon her. And Lord, I pray that you will be um, with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and discernment in these difficult times and protection about him and his family. And Lord, let the outcome of our election be a good one and a positive one. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. I hope you all have a great, wonderful, and fantabulous day today. And let's, let us use this day to serve the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Your day can be what you make it. If you wake up miserable, look at the day miserable, guess what? It's going to be miserable. You look at the day with, you know what? I'm going to start this day off with a smile. I'm going to start this day off right. I'm going to start this day off serving Jesus. You will have a much better day. If you'd like to share these devotions, you can always find me on social media, Dr. Young 77 here on Facebook. Uh, if your friends or family don't do social media, they can go either to the website at flbconline.com or to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And uh, you can uh, uh, watch there just like you're watching here. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. And uh, if you haven't already, I know several people I've gotten messages that uh, have subscribed to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only. Uh, one young lady messaged me, said she listens to, on her way to work each morning. I thought that was pretty cool. So listen on your way to work, working out, uh, all the devotions, all of the sermons. You can listen to all that as you're going out and about your day. Uh, Mr. Ed says, uh, this is the day Lord has made. Let us rejoice, be glad, and amen. Amen to that. So praise God for that. And uh, that's it. We have to have that kind of outlook, as Ed was talking about there, that uh, this is the day the Lord has made. And uh, praise God for it. And let's rejoice and uh, that he's given us another day. You know, you woke up today, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. No matter if you're 10 years old or 100 years old, God's got a plan. So let's seek that out daily and let us serve him with a, with great joy. There's a lot of Christians out there who walk around like they lost their best friend, you know. <laughs> I like what my dad said. Uh, he said a lot of Christians walk around like their sins are forgiven and, and they, uh, they're upset that uh, uh, that they were. <laughs> you know, they just, uh, you know, they, uh, they look like they're in a morgue. Hey, Christians need to be the happiest of all people. So let, that, let your face reflect uh, that change in your heart. So uh, well, anyway, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Mm -hmm.